Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Live Love Memphis team at the real estate agency is never going to cancel on you. You don't have to worry about that. They're the best. They're the most available. And they know what it takes to find you the home you're looking for and help get your sold at a great price. It's what they do every single day. They can help guide you through the process, educate you through the process, keep you informed. They're the best. Reach out. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Or you can call them 625-5200 like I did almost five years ago now. It'll be five years in October. Jennifer Carsonson changed my situation and much better one now. Changed our lives. Really, that's no exaggeration. I uh, thought I'd never be able to sell that old house in Raleigh. She said, oh, yes, you will. Here's what you put into it. Steps one, two, three minutes. That simple, literally. And we got out of there very quickly. I think within six days. Had multiple offers. That's what you want. This is a completely different market. Uh, and I'll tell you what, she's going to shine in whatever market that's out there. Especially for you first-time home buyers who are wondering if you can afford a mortgage, you want to get out of that renting situation you've been wondering for years. Um, stop putting it off. Make the call. Jennifer Carsonson can tell you uh, she specializes in finding that pathway to home ownership. 625-5200. That's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Every day around this time and do the rundown. Let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. It's been a tough season and a tough offseason for running backs in the NFL. That continued. That trend continued uh, over the weekend as Jonathan Taylor met with Jim Ursay of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and after a meeting in the parking lot of the practice facility, Jonathan Taylor emerged from that coach whatever it was, that motor coach they met in and demanded a trade. He said, I do not want to play for this organization anymore. So the coach responded by saying, okay, dog, no worries. You don't want to play for us no more. Don't worry. We'll put your ass on NFI, mm-hmm. non-football injury list. So what does that mean? That means that if he misses games, it will be due to a football that uh, an injury that was sustained away from football which means that the Colts would not be obligated to pay him. Uh, and that would mean no money for Mr. Taylor. Yep. Uh, so it's gotten ugly. It's gotten ugly for running backs. I mean, Josh Jacobs don't have a deal. Saquon, you know, kind of crawled back <laughs> to the New York Giants after they signed uh, James Robinson. Um, Jonathan Taylor may or may not get paid to, to not play uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. And, look, I, I sort of understand it because um, – you know, realistically, um, like where are the Colts going with him? 
next year, the year after that. Like they they have to see if Anthony Richardson is going to be him first. Mm-hmm. So I understand why, because Jim Irsay has been very uh, reluctant to pay him to give him big money to commit to a uh, you know a long term deal, which I completely uh, sympathize with. But I also think there are ways to handle that. Um, if you want to be perceived as a destination, if you want to be perceived as a place where players want to play. And uh, I think this is not that. I think this is the opposite way of doing it. So I don't know what's going to happen with, uh, with Jonathan Taylor. I don't know uh, if, they, if they figure this out, if they come back together and they reconcile this. But it seems really ugly. And, uh, you know, if I'm a free agent, why would I want to go play, you know, at a place like that? Now, I will say, if Jim Irsay is giving you the best offer, you'll go play for Jim Irsay, right? I mean, that's right. the way it works in the NFL. We, we have short memories. But I don't know. It just seems like a, a dysfunctional way to go about it. Yeah, I didn't appreciate Ursay's tone, but he was saying the truth and just in terms of, listen, the, the world to forget about, you know, Jonathan Taylor. Yep. Just like they'll forget about me. You know, some some people had an issue with the tone and uh, how insensitive sort of him saying how replaceable Jonathan Taylor is, but the fact is it's not just Jonathan Taylor. It's all, it's all running backs. And Jonathan Taylor had is- injury issues last year. Yep. And so from that standpoint, you understand, you know, where – where, again, the money's going to the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, and everything else. We've been through this. It's a tough day right now for running backs. And even though he, you know, he verbalized it in a, in a nasty little way, you know, I'll replace you, essentially, um, it's the truth, especially when it comes to running back. I don't know that Jonathan Taylor has a choice here other than to buck up uh, when it comes to, you know, how you're going to get paid this season. You're under contract, you know, you could sit out if you want to, but in this case, they can get you with the, uh, with the no money. Um, I don't. Again, it'll be sort of like Saquon. What are you going to do? You're, you're really going to sit out. So, in the end, I don't know what the Colts are either. Without without Jonathan Taylor, uh, you need him right now to develop your your quarterback and everything else. Uh, I imagine this ends up he's back and playing ball and trying to show that he can stay on the field this season. Because John, if you have another injury plagued year, yep. you'd be in a position where nobody wants you. Yeah, I mean that that is. I wish I could tell you, you have more leverage, but these running backs don't. They just don't. Man. The guy that's got leverage is Dalvin Cook. That's right. it. Because he's got only because he's got two teams that are going for him, you know, um, and he happened to be a free agent and uh, and all those things. Like, yeah. but and I, and it sounds like he's not getting the money. I mean, exactly the, the where Vikings. He wants it, he's but a free agent because the Vikings. He can play him. the yeah. teams off of each other in terms of a bidding war. Right. These guys that are under contract, you know, and these franchise tag guys, they got nothing. They, they got, got no leverage. They, That's why you see Saquon back in there for what uh, nine hundred thousand dollars more, essentially, like. I mean, some much more some he incentives he won't hit. hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we looked at those. It's going to be tough to hit those, even the 17 games uh, schedule. If he plays all of them, going to be tough. He I mean, better play all. of he them. He wouldn't have hit them this past year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that tells you kind of everything you need to know. Um, I feel bad for running backs who you know do have value, but you know the league has gone to a place where they prioritize other spots. You know, and uh, that, that doesn't mean you have to treat them like that. <laughs> like I do think it's. Uh, it's certainly um, like you, you. You don't have to treat them as as expendable as it seems like the league is, but they are, and uh, and that's probably not going to change anytime soon. Next story: Some University of Memphis football news. It's all getting going, and junior quarterback Seth Hennigan was named today to the Maxwell Award watch list. Uh, Seth Hennigan now entering his third year. Last year, uh, passed for twenty two touchdowns, also rushed for four scores, and. He'll be, and this is a note from Memphis, the the youngest third-year starting quarterback in the FBS this coming season at 20 years old. Certainly young, yes, but experience coming in. 
And again, this he's he's quarterbacking a Memphis team picked fourth in the AAC. We talked about that when the poll came out last week. You know, it's good stuff for Hennigan, who is fifth all time in Memphis history in attempts, completions, passing yards, passing touchdowns, and completion percentage. So he's moved up the rankings because again, you were starting as a true freshman. Uh, back then, listen, feels to me like much, much like for Ryan Silverfield, and again, this is Ryan's guy. Ryan Silverfield picked Seth Hennigan. It's a it's a proven year. Now you got to get him weapons. You know that's that's the thing about it. And Seth Hennigan, you can make the you can make the argument hasn't had enough of them, particularly last year when pre-scoring's really your only in terms of big time receiving threat, only consistent one. And so hopefully you've done a better job addressing that. I was listening to Bonner talk. Uh, 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 Tiger football beat writer for the Daily Memphian talked this morning about how important that offensive line is going to be, how improved it needs to be to have a better Seth Hennigan, to have the better run game uh, that it feels like you haven't had for a while, a more effective one. You're going to that offensive line is going to need to come together pretty quickly. Uh, but uh, anyway, good uh, good preseason accolades uh, for a third year starter in Seth Hennigan. I tell you, again, a big year for him and for Ryan Silverfield. Yeah, I mean, if he's great. What does that look like? I mean, like if he's, you know, first team All AAC, or they win the AAC? Like I just don't. I guess there's a lot of unknowns right now, in terms of, um, you know, the the defense and his weapons. But I just, I, I, I'm, you know, I wondered, just like if we if we set a super high bar for him and he meets it, like is it is it as simple as if he, you know, throws 35 touchdowns or whatever that, uh, you know, they they win the league? I don't know. Um, maybe. Again, thirty-five coming off twenty-two last year. That's a that's a hell of an increase. That's a more dynamic. Oh, that's a more explosive offense. You talking about thirty-five touchdowns coming from Seth Hennigan? Mm-hmm. So that's 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 a completely different look. It feels like offensively to me. You're doing that, yeah. I think you're competing for an AAC title. That number's awfully high. Feels like to me, and especially in a year where you got to get the run game reestablished. We've been saying this now for the last two three years. Realize a lot of that's offensive line. And Lord knows Gabe Kuhn will tell you that yep. uh, and tell you rightly so. But this this thing used to be dynamic with the guys that you had going into the NFL, you know, going back to Pollard, Gainwell, uh, Daryl Henderson. It has not been there. And so back to Seth Hennigan, you, you really haven't given him much of a weapon in terms of a run game of late either. And having an explosive run game can add to You know, when you had Brady White in there, yep. who's essentially the same, he's not going to knock you out with his arm or whatever else. You were still explosive for parts of that run, why? Because you had so many different things that could kill teams offensively, including the run game. That they, Seth hasn't had that under Ryan. I mean, he, he hasn't had those kinds of weapons, whether it's receivers, running game, whatever else. Hopefully it's much more dynamic this year. Yeah, I mean, All when, of that is not on him. Ryan's got to put some things around him. Hopefully you've done that in the portal. When I was listening to that conversation today, like it did sort of – it did hit home. Like, man, Daryl Henderson, Kenneth Gainwell, I mean, they used to have – I mean, dogs back there, you know, and maybe you took that for granted, just the the, the t- Pollard, like you just took that for granted a little bit, but like they, like who has been the best under Silverfield? The best back they've had. Brandon? No. Right. For a stretch. Brandon Thomas? Yeah. Brandon Thomas kid? Whew. Yeah. It's coming back. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, you know, Ducker we had high hopes for last year. Yeah. And again, not all his issue. You had offensive line issues. But, yeah. And maybe he'll break out this year. But. Man. It's the the that that has more than anything else uh, in terms of what you the way you've dropped off from that positionally at running back and the run game right as a whole again that's not just the guys that you've got in the backfield 
that's your offensive line ain't really had it together either. Right. And then, of course, uh, you know, this is all on the backdrop of realignment, uh, you know, which is seem, which seems to be we, – we had Paul Feinbaum on the show on – or no, excuse me, we had, uh, we had Paul Feinbaum on during the week, but we also had Brett Murphy on Friday. And Brett Murphy said he thinks this is the start of the last realignment. Like, once this wave is over, and he didn't sort of like – he didn't like say, okay, well, this conference is going to do it. He just said, once this round is over, whenever it is, that's the end. There will be no more realignment after this, um, which is like a scary thought, kind of. Because if you don't make it, and I think you'll have a good idea if you do or don't, right? Like you'll know with certain moves if Memphis is going to be in the mix to make a, you know, to make the the jump or not and get invited. But um, you know, it just sort of, I don't know that if Memphis had like still been as great as they were in 2018, 19, etc. Like if they would have been in by now, I, I don't know. Who knows? But I, I think the timing is really not ideal, right? Like the timing just of of a drop off. Like let's just call it what it is. I mean, if you're if Ryan Silverfield's uh, you know job ob- objectives were okay, I, hire me. I'm gonna keep this thing at that level. Mm-hmm. That has not happened. There's no doubt about that. Um, was there somebody out there that they could have hired that would have? Who knows? It's, it's impossible to know. Um, but all we do know is that it isn't, and you're just not top of mind in the group of five. The way you were four years ago. Now things have changed. COVID, but you know, every everybody's had to deal with the same changes, right? It's just the truth. Every every program has the same struggles, and the, if they're not in the Power Five, so it's not like it's just Memphis that has been afflicted by this. It's everybody, um, and some schools adjust better than others. Um, you know, Memphis football was always going to be a team that was going to probably struggle with, you know, immediate transfers and nil issues like. But even if you couldn't transfer immediately, you know, you still had you still had to get things done. <laughs> you know, like no matter what level you're at, you still have to get things done. It's not like that just started yesterday. I think that's the odd thing about NIL. We act like we act like deals weren't getting done for players like before this happened. Of course they were. Got all the time. We just didn't, you know, we didn't talk about it out in the open. I guess now you, you, it's just more open. It's a more public thing. But you know, it's not like it's not like oh man, Memphis never had to fight. And now all of a sudden they do. No, Memphis has been fighting, scratching, and clawing forever. You know, it's just it's just a little bit more out in the open now. And you can a, guy, a team can more readily poach a player. That is the. But you know what? You can do the same damn thing. You you just you just have to do it. It's like there's a food chain. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what you have to do to survive. You have to identify the best talents from you know, Old Dominion. I don't know. Those are the kind of schools you have to choose from. I hope that you hit. Unfortunately, that's where you are in the food chain. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, I you know, until you get into a power five, you know, that's uh, that. But it's, uh, no excuses. I'm not gonna let you. No, know I, that no, out. I agree. We I don't want to hear from Lane Kiffin. We don't want to hear from Ryan Silverfield I, about where you are in the food chain. I totally you agree. Know, Lane complained about Texas A&M because where he is, well, that's higher in the food chain than what Ryan Silverfield's got. Yeah. But you're all in the job together. You're all. It's all the same job. Or nobody wants to hear about the. You know what? How, how much it's changed and how mm-hmm. inconvenient it is, you know, for you guys now. And this is the job that you signed up for. Yeah, um, this is college athletics today. Yeah, there was a uh, there were uh, some reports, by the way. I don't know who, as to the you know uh, accuracy. Who knows? But there were reports from over the weekend that Memphis applied to the Pac-12. Just while we're on the subject here, but like I think everybody's applying to the Big 12, uh, Pac-12, and uh, I don't know that they have a conference to join at this point. You know, 
I mean, Memphis in the Pac-12 makes about as much sense as anything else, but doesn't. It's not. It's like that. that the issue is, I don't even think the Pac-12 is a power league in, anymore, right? In, in 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 very short order, you know, it's gonna look. It'll be better than the AAC because like the bottom of the AAC is so bad. Yeah. But the top will be pretty indistinguishable from the AAC, don't you think? I mean, if Arizona and Oregon leave, or if Washington, or like you pick, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like th- those schools are not staying. I don't believe. I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong because if they do, then there is a open. There's an opening for you in the Big Twelve. You know, there's a, if if the if the Pac-12 doesn't make the jump. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's never fun. It's never fun. And like you know, if you finish third, Seth Hennigan has a great year, and he finishes third. Like it's not exactly a great. It's hard to put that on a towel, man. You know what I mean? And wave that thing. We went for third, you know. And it's yeah. like, it's like, what was after Seth? You know? I mean, I think these are all like real questions that you have to like. Is Tevin Carter going to be ready? Is Tevin Carter going to be here? You know? I mean, it's not just a 2023 discussion anymore. I hope we get a chance at some point to see him, but I realize that in this day and age, you know, uh, the longer that Seth goes on, the more the the likelihood is goes up that you don't you never see Tevin Carter. Especially with that body he's got, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully, Seth Hennigan has a nice, healthy, healthy season. And by the time these semifinalists for the Maxwell Awards are announced, uh, for the Maxwell Award is announced in November, he is on that list as well. Uh, but kudos to Seth Hennigan again, named today to the Maxwell Award watch list, heading into his third season as starter as the Memphis quarterback. Next story. Yeah, dude. I mean, I wish I had a, a story that we haven't talked about yet, but it's just not that kind of day. So. Uh, Damian Lillard is back in the news, and the news, of course, uh, with with him is that the NBA is saying, uh, basically smoking it out, saying to his agent and to him, guys, let's not make this as out in the open and out in, in as public as we possibly can. Let's dial it back a little bit. Now, look, I do sympathize with the Trailblazers because Miami can only offer so much and will only offer so much if they know that the only real destination for Damian Lillard is going to be the Heat. And so you're going to get a combination of, you know, Tyler Hero. You're going to get a combination of a first-round pick. You know, maybe they throw Hawkeyes in there. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what that package would entail. But, I mean, this is the way it goes in the NBA. Guys orchestrate their destinations. They want out. They choose where they go. They, and I know he doesn't have a no-trade clause, but you don't – I mean, in the NBA – it's just the way it goes. Agents get favors done. They say, if you don't send my client to where he wants to go, we'll never sign with you ever again. You know, power plays, things like that. It's the way it works in the NBA. So Damian Lillard will be a member of the Miami Heat. I guess it's the sort of same question that we always go back to when we have this discussion. Damian Lillard with the Miami Heat takes them top three, top two in the East, top four. What's the ceiling? What's the floor? I mean, it's probably one through four, right? Somewhere in there, uh, where where it falls out. I mean, I'd still have the Bucks in there. Obviously, I'd have the Celtics in there, but I think the, the thirds s- there. Yeah, you know, you could be. I mean, it, honestly, we've already seen that the Heat. It doesn't matter for the Heat; they could be the eighth seed. They could be the play-in, and they could, you know, make a finals appearance. So, um, yeah, I mean, I look. I think uh, it, it makes total sense for the Heat, um, and, and and the and the biggest thing that it does, whenever it is materialized and 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 you know consummated, is that it allows Bam to shift back to being the third scorer instead of being this number two scorer, which I don't think he's super comfortable being. But he does become then a super elite third scorer. And also it allows Jimmy to take some possessions off offensively where Dame can just, like, make some magic happen, you know, with the 30-footer, which is, like, not 
They don't have that. They took a lot of possessions off offensively. Dame averaged, what, well 32. over 30 points yeah. a game last year. Yeah. So it takes a ton of It may not be Jimmy. quite that, but if it's like 27, you know, 28, something like that, I mean, that's a huge that's, – I mean, that's just something they didn't have, you know. Um, and so I do – I know with Spolstra, I mean, Jimmy – I think Jimmy has really recreated his image uh, as, a, as an NBA player down there in Miami. Like, I could see them being back. I could absolutely see them being back to the uh, NBA Finals. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I – make them a favorite to win, depend on who they're playing. But I could see them going right back with what they have. Um, but I also understand the frustration on the NBA's part and the Trailblazers' part. Like They, they don't want to send them to the Heat because they know their package is going to be whack. But I would also say, don't you want to be, like, bad? I mean, you're not – You're not like, even if you did have Dame, we saw that. Where are you going? You're not – you know, maybe you sell some tickets or whatever, but you've got Scoot there. Scoot should sell some tickets. You know, you get another uh, top five draft pick next next season. I mean, draft well, and you're right back in the mix. It doesn't have to take forever. I mean, it has taken forever. Like, the Kings took 20 years. But, it, like, the Grizzlies are a great example. The Grizzlies had the core four, lost those guys, traded those guys, whatever. And then in the span of two years, because they got lucky in the lottery and, la- and landed John Morant, they were right back in the mix. They were two seed, two straight years. It doesn't have to be a, a you know, forever thing. So I just, yeah, but you can't take slop, John. No, I agree. Is, is, is Tyler Hero slop for Damian Lillard under these circumstances? I just think they've they've said it. They don't they don't want guards and wings. Right. Like that's what they got with with Simon Scoot and your boy. Uh, who's Mister Athletic from Kentucky? Shaden. Yeah. T Mac. Yeah, young T Mac. Gumby, at least from an athletic standpoint. Yeah. They, you know, they want more than that. And Hero doesn't move the needle enough. No, I, I get like it. Tyler Hero, but it's not a piece that does anything for you right now. Well, it, it feels like he's not going to help so winning. This, right. Not help winning soon enough. Right. Uh, and big enough that you that that's what you want there for him. So I get the I, I feel the position they're in. Not just want to take you know peanuts for him. Well, I mean, they I, I don't know what their choices will be ultimately. Um, in that in that well, space, it feels like a guy getting another team involved. Maybe you could do that. Maybe you, you could. You don't like the Miami assets, and that's understandable. Got to get another team involved. Yep, absolutely right. Uh, but the NBA is saying, look, get get this done behind closed doors, okay? Get this done where it's not all out in the open because it's looking bad for our league if you do this. So, anyway, no Damian Lillard trade yet, but uh, the agent's not going to be so public about it whenever it does happen. Next story. So this is news over the commercial appeal. They had it today that, you know, we knew that Memphis women's basketball and Tennessee women's basketball are going to play a home-and-home. I don't think we knew that the home-and-home for Memphis, uh, that game is scheduled for 24-25. The first one will be played in Knoxville November 13th. Uh, That game will be at FedEx Forum. And first time, as I believe it's Jason Munz of the commercial appeal points out, first time the Memphis women have played a home game at FedEx Forum since February 7th, 2015. Now, you know, you look at the story about Memphis and Tennessee playing a home-and-home series, and you you, know, uh, you look at the men's situation and think, man, wish it could be that easy. Wish uh, wish Rick Barnes would put down the guns and realize, hey, man, this is good for the state, good for both programs. Both programs love it. The fans of both sides love it. Let's do it. Uh, and really, in that instance, I would think Memphis basketball, the men provide a ton of value for that Balls team um, because of what you've got, how experienced Memphis is going to be, everything else. Well, how how experienced it looks like Penny's going to keep these Memphis rosters too over the years, seeming to have made a switch here and the way he's going about his roster building. All of that said, great for the Memphis women, obviously, that you can get this locked down and get Tennessee in here uh, in 24-25 and get, to get a little home-and-home home with them 
uh, in terms of what, what it will look like then. Well, that's too far down the road to say, but I tell you what, um, they have got a squad this year uh, in terms of who came the, the transfers in, uh, Griggs stayed, like they are, old, they are seasoned, experienced, and I realize you know you're working in a a, a new coach and Alex, but um, I think they can make a run for the tournament this year. I've said that already. Yeah, I mean that's uh, and they went out and added a couple more after I said that. I think that's a big time. Uh, it's a big time game, and, and so you know I wonder how well attended it will be. Like, is it going to be uh, again? If if you're coming off a, a tournament run this year mm-hmm. for when you get this Tennessee game twenty four twenty five, you can have a nice crowd down there. Maybe more than Drake could pull. Clearly. I mean. Now, people are telling me he did a rehearsal down there. Oh, really? Wow. At some point. How Drake. That's interesting. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know. Okay. All right. I mean, if, if, that would, that, if that's true, then it would not be a ticket issue if you're doing rehearsal. Because you would know what the ticket sales would Two look different like. people say he's had a rehearsal down there for this already. It just, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't know that happened. Yeah, I mean, if it was a if it was a ticket issue, there's no way you're going through that. But I mean, who like I I've been looking for a statement from Drake or tick or not Ticketmaster, but the form or somebody like about what is uh, what's going on, and I have not yet found anything on that on that front. So um, I don't know. It's uh, it's odd odd situation, man. But we at least we have. Drake won't be here, Women's but the Tennessee women will be playing the Memphis women down in FedEx Forum in 2425. Not the Tennessee man. Not at El Marone. And, yes, Rick Barnes is still a sucker for not scheduling Memphis. Tennessee man just ducking the smoke. Top five team, too. They'll have a top five team. This is with Ziggler and uh, the uh, – the, Top five? Yeah. Preseason top five. Consensus is what it looks like. Maybe like six, but that good, yeah. I mean, I do – I've always loved Ziggler's game. I mean, he is a he's a good one, but I'm a, I'm a little skeptical of the rest of it because Viscovi. I think Viscovi is gone. Um, you know, I think they did get a kid from Harvard to come in, like a, you know one of those like high level Ivy League scoring yeah, guys. Yeah, but, yeah. but but who knows like how how well that will translate. Um, I also like, am, like once again like I'm fading Kentucky. I know Kentucky all of a sudden went from like. Everybody was panicking about Cal and the recruiting class, and all of a sudden now everybody thinks they're in the top ten. I'm like, uh, you know, I, I mean, they'll add, they're adding White Wind Banyama, so maybe that uh, maybe that helps. But I don't know. I'm skeptical on them too. I am very uh, not on board with what Kentucky has done. So, but you, I, I, it should be a fun uh, environment when Tennessee comes to town. That's yeah, a big game. like I said, hopefully you're coming off of a tournament appearance this season. Yeah. under your first year head coach. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll come back. I respect burgers, and then Jason Fitz is going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him uh, about the NFL, about Jonathan Taylor, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. Celebrating a legacy of Memphis sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the free Odyssey and TuneIn apps. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Some unfortunate news in the world of Hollywood. Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, has passed at the age of 70 after a uh, previously undisclosed bout with cancer. Pee-wee Herman, of course, I mean, you know who Pee-wee Herman is. Pee-wee's Playhouse. Most recent work, Pee-wee's Big Holiday. I guess he didn't mean much to, to your generation, huh? Before me. I mean, obviously, yeah. I, I, I saw it, some of it. I but, don't remember any of it. I mean, because he got taken off the air. In the '90s, right? Like he wasn't really. Uh, it started to fall off a little bit. Yeah, I remember some adult store thing kind of hurt him. Yes, exactly. Especially because you had been catering to kids a lot of your stuff. Yes, we loved we the Pee Wee Playhouse movies and all the Pee Wee stuff. Yeah. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, loved it. The arrest happened in '91. As forty-something year olds, and that's when I was born. So. You know that. I mean, again, I would, I would, I saw like some, you know, reruns and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, but I, I, there was Pee Wee's Playhouse. They had freaking Lawrence Fishburne and and Phil Pee- Hartman. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But then the movies, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, like all the, the how many, I think I, I forget how many he did. Maybe two or three in that series mm-hmm. of the movies. Mm-hmm. They were huge. And then yeah, the, the your thing happened. I guess you said ninety one. Yeah. And then it was a you know drop off from there. And then he sort of got hot again. Yeah. Bringing yeah. him back yeah. as yeah. And then I didn't realize he he, you know he he was dealing with cancer like you said. It's amazing. That had been publicized. Like, like I I I just it, it didn't occur to me like how beloved Pee Wee Herman is. Like people love Pee Wee. Her- like remember Zach Shibby that used to work here. Yeah. He loves Pee Wee Herman. Like he posts about Pee Wee Herman on Instagram all the time. Bro, I'm forty something. I thought Pee Wee back then was cool. Like wow. when, as kids. Wow. Dude, we watch Pee Wee's Playhouse, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like like watched it regularly. Who who was like was he at just, the mirror thing that I think Phil Hartman was the voice for? He was another character on yeah. there as well. Was he just one of but a cowboy kind? There was really nobody else like him in the next generation. Like nobody. I was just I don't I don't know why we were smitten with dude, but it was that you know the fall off the bike. I meant to do that thing, man. He made being a nerd cool. Right, that's probably yeah. And so maybe maybe for some of us, you know, squares like me, yeah, that we related a little, you know more to it than uh, than others. I don't know. I liked Pee Wee. Before he had the adult story issue. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's one thing. That's so you, one can't thing. Be, well, you can't be carrying the kids in an adult store doing your at thing. At least he, you know he wasn't saying? in a kid store. I mean, at least it was an adult store. 
right? Do that at the house, dude. What are you talking about? At least you're in an adult store. You're it was a, an adult theater. It was an adult theater, and you're Pee Wee Herman, right? People know you. I mean, I I would not advise doing that in public, but you're it, like it's fine. No, it was I'm an adult store. The kiddies didn't see it. They're I'm not saying, in there. I'm saying it's, it's not just, fine. It wasn't it, well, fine no, at all. Well, and he did the time for. He got arrested and he had to you know deal with the consequences. Yeah, it, I'm just it, saying, it, like, it hurt that, his career. I wouldn't say it killed it, but it hurt. I mean, it. look, it, I, it had to. It killed his career with kids. It well, that's like. a, that's cause that's who his audience was. I mean, Completely, everything was catered I agree to kids. That you can't like you can't Which, do both. You don't have that anymore. You don't have older. Like who's doing that? Well, yeah, I mean, because he probably would have got canceled in today's day because he used to use the mirror on his foot. He'd look up. Who was the chicks? He'd look up her dress with a mirror on his foot. You know, you you would say that's perv action now. You yeah, no. Yeah, and you would have canceled him. Look, Back then, is, we were like, oh, that's cool. Well, this is like this is supposed to be a eulogy. This is supposed to be like a tribute to him, and this is coming off. Well, yeah, it's a very strange career, so it's not going to be just. You're you know, right. I mean, it is strange. I, I, mean, I don't think we have anything poetic to say I'll about Pee My perception of Pee Wee Herman was that he was a pervert. Like, that's what I thought about him. Like, if you like, uh, like if you play the word association game, Pee Wee Herman, perv. Like, that's what I would have said. But, but I think most of that is tied to the 91 right, incident. Right, yeah. but uh, that's not how there most people think like about with, him. Yeah, 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 like, you know, kids or anything. Which I respect. I mean, there, you are, there, are, there as far as I know. is more to us than the worst thing we've ever done, which I think for, for him is that is probably the, the Dude, it. There are so many lines in uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure about, you know, the Alamo, looking for the bike in the Alamo. You, mm-hmm. you got to go back and check one. But you, CJ you're going to need to come up on some of these CJ classes. doesn't know Pee Wee. I've Herman. never tried to pull that up and show it to him. He'd, he'd roll his eyes. You can't do it. Right, in this iteration. It only worked for the... For that the, just worked for the dummies in the 80s and the 90s. For when it was, it right. worked. You can't and trick, it, I mean, you can't it, trick it, these it, new it, generations. My, my guy Lawrence Fishburne blew up off of, of being Cowboy Curtis. Man, yeah. went on to a real career. Yeah, he did. So did Phil Hartman. Yeah. Saturday Night Live, man. He hit, I mean, the last thing Pee Wee did was uh, 2016. That was the last, um, you know, he uh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday. That was it. So he had kind of been out of the spotlight. Um, in recent years, but uh, yeah, does he had a strange career? Yeah, but at one point was on top. I remember, uh, I remember Eminem doing that song where he was uh, uh, impersonating him. You remember that one? That's him. <laughs> that's what he sounded. That was it. That was the, anybody did a Pee Wee impression? It was sounded like that. That's that, that's that's all. Oh, that's what I got for you. On, uh, on I feel weird saying it. You know, almost forty seven years old that I was a fan of Pee Wee Herman. But I think a lot of us well, in I mean, my age yeah, range, yeah, you were a kid. You we didn't we didn't know anything else in terms of that. That uh, was that Saturday mornings that we would see Pee Wee Playhouse. I think it was. It yeah. was Saturday mornings, right? That that came on. Yeah, I don't even know like who that would be for me. I mean, maybe it was Mr. Chuck. I rocked with Mr. Chuck here, but that was on a, more of a local level. I was going to say, it was real local, bro. But Mr. Chuck was cool, though, bro. Mr. Chuck with he the was. red shirt. I, I just never got all the way in. Hanging with Mr. In what, I was too big. Was it hanging with Mr. Chuck? Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Was it hanging with Mr. Chuck? I don't know what. Just uh, Mr. Chuck. Matt, was So was that in Memphis? I thought so. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Chuck was, was the GOAT, bro, to be quite honest. Yep. Never got into Mr. Chuck. Yeah, uh, I think it was just Mr. Chuck, as you said. It wasn't like a uh, like a big thing, uh, but he passed in 2013. Mr. Chuck did, but yeah, like that was our version of uh, you know of Pee Wee, you know what I mean? Like on the very local level, but it was like it was a good show. It was a, he was like a pervert Mr. Rogers, right? Like an evil Mr. Rogers, because he'd be like <laughs> and looking up again, looking right. up. Well, I think we've used Mr. the word Rogers pervert four or five times, and this is like this is not what you would say at a man's funeral. This is right, the, I'm not saying he was that. I'm saying that's sort of how Pee Wee well, came off, though. Well, yeah. Because you would have some like sex the, yeah. jokes. 
the evil, Mr. Rogers tw- the evil twin. T- but you and you had kids. You're right. Right. Yeah. Mr. Rogers like was like wholesome and uh, oh yeah, never you know nothing except you know no, no kind community of, nothing lewd right from Mr. Rogers. Pee Wee was hijinks. He played and, in lewd. Yeah. Yeah. That was his play play. And that's theory. yeah, and, and it clearly resonated. You're you're a child of the Pee Wee generation. You realize that man was seventy. He lived a good long life there. Yeah. I realize you know he died passed with cancer. It's awful, but uh, I mean he was on top at one point. Yeah. Paul Rubin. Paul Rubin. Rest in uh, peace. Uh, dead at 70. All right, uh, we'll come back. Uh, ESPN has some plans for their NBA broadcast, their finals broadcast, so we'll get into that, including an old friend. Uh, an old friend going to be involved mm-hmm. uh, in this uh, in this situation, so we'll get into that. Respect Burgers at 1. Fitz at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. The Odyssey app allows you to rewind. Yes, rewind 92.9 anytime. Download the Odyssey app free through the App Store and follow 92.9 FM ESPN. Every show on 92.9, every segment on 92.9, chaptered and ready to rock and roll on the go. Rewind up to 24 hours. Download 92.9 to go now on the free Odyssey app. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station and podcast leader. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Jason Smith uh, is available for uh, eulogies. Uh, he actually is starting a eulogy service where he will speak at anyone's funeral for a flat fa- a flat fee. But there is no guarantee as to what he will say. You do not get to control the content of that eulogy. How much you charging? Five hundred. I thought it was a discussion about Pee Wee's career more so than a, you didn't ask for a eulogy. Joe. Well, what would you say? And you cannot discuss the career without discussing the 91 incident. Well, just just for the eulogy, we can skip over that part, man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you just gloss over that one just for the for the, for the event, for the occasion. Let's keep it real. Wow. Well, 500, if, reach out to Jason uh, in his DMs if you, uh, if you want him to speak. He will do it. 500. To the church better at anniversaries weddings yes right? but better, again better at those things. i don't want to limit if you, you if you got some dirt in your life story he I will find it and you end up at the eulogy as a professional journalist you will ask right there isn't i mean that you have to get to know the full 
scope of the person. Now, what is this from? This yeah, sounds this is a playhouse, right? Is it? Yep. That sounds good. It's the theme know. from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay. Okay. Pee Wee's Playhouse. I knew Brad was a Pee Wee's Playhouse, man. He was. I no, but he wasn't letting it out last segment. You you have to. I, I literally, he was dead to me after 91 because it was a weirdo incident. Exactly. And, and when you're in high school, so which is, tell you, John. I was in high school, it was like, oh, man, the guy's a complete weirdo. And then it was, it was donezo. Yeah. Exactly. So it was off. Well, that's what I, that's like how I, you know, thought of it. But, you know, he, he you're, you're like, wow, this is a fun, fun show about nerds. Eh, I'll get down with this. And you watch it a few times. And then the 91 thing hits and you're like. I and, and again, it, at, in high school, you don't quite, at least I didn't, decipher. You know, I was a high school freshman. Like, I didn't decipher what an adult. You just hear, you're in, you know, especially growing up in the Midwest, you're like, adult? Right. He's, he's, he's doing weird stuff to himself right. in the adult shop. Uh, right. Think I'm out. Peace out on Pee Wee. Well, I mean, you know? again, anytime you're, you know, making shows that are catered to kids, oh, well, yeah. you know, yeah, you just, you just, you, it's super sensitive. You know, it's super sensitive. You, you kind of lump it all together. I'm sorry. It, it, now, things have changed. Where, like, if know. I found out, for example, that Miss Rachel, you know, was doing some stuff in an adult theater, like, Miss Rachel probably would not come on our house anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, it, it just is what it is. Now, yes. you don't know Miss Rachel because you're not, you don't have a, Young one, but Miss Rachel is like uh, a YouTube star. She does all the language videos and all the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple. You know, that's what, you know, that's oh, her. Like, yeah, that's a cool lesson. Yeah, stuff. Like, but she's like huge. She's huge with it. You know, she's like, uh, I, don't, I don't even know who to compare her to. I don't know who the uh, equivalent to her would be in the, in the you know, television age. But like all her videos have millions and millions of views. She's got, you know, millions of subscribers. She's huge. But if I found out that she was doing some, you know, uh, dirt, you know, yeah, you'd have to come off. I can't be, you know, I can't be exposing you to my child. Like, not willingly. Seeming Pee-wee's Big Adventure scared the hell out of nine-year-old little Jason. The scene with Large Marge. Mm. Go look it up. Large Marge. I was. I mean, you had it's eighty five, nine years old. Mm-hmm. But there's a scene. She's a trucker. Tell him Large Marge sent you. Go. Uh, oh go, yeah. Go. Uh, go look that one up. You'll enjoy it. Well, yeah. Oh, remember the Pee Wee dance? Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Y'all remember how big? How big? Ah! Was? Yeah. Uh, uh, he did the. Uh, you don't remember? Yeah, he did the, and all the back and yeah. the front with well, the hands. Did, did he the Pee Wee dance. It was a revolution. And then I want to say somebody had it in a rap. Like somebody then the hip hop picked up a little piece of it or something. Yes. I'm not recalling. Uh, incorrectly here, and it got picked up. Like, dude, dude was huge. Jason's I right. I, I'm looking it up now, and I'm getting my memory back here. We were nine. It was 1985. 85. That was now that he. You're right. Well, we Jason. were kids. We were kids, and, saying, and it was a big deal. Oh, it was, it was absolutely huge. He was huge. For Kid the forty somethings out there, that was a big deal. And um, I, and I guess at that point he was just he was he was older. I guess he'd have been in his forties, right? Thirties, uh, forties, yeah. Um. Which is weird, right? That we were following that dude. It, it feels weird now. I'll be straight with you. Like, uh, if my kid yeah. were watching this now, I'd be like, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, like, what was his like catchphrase? Did he have one? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.